Hey friend, today is September 1st. Can you believe it? I feel like in some ways this year has absolutely flown by. I personally love first. I love embracing the fresh beginning of a new day, a new week, and especially a new month. Now that we're beginning a new month, it is the perfect time to pause for a minute and reflect, to bask in some gratitude because the truth is you've made it so far. It's always a great time to reevaluate your schedule and maybe what's working and what's not working in your life. Last week, I gave you all the details about exactly how I structure my life and bring a rhythm or a workflow to my days. The area of time management is always a place of learning because you really can't be a wife, a homeschool mama. You can't get a whole lot done outside of those responsibilities without being intentional about how you're going to use your time. I laid out how I time block to be more productive, but most importantly, how I decide what to fill my days with so that they're more purposeful. I talked about how to decide your non-negotiables, you know, those things that are necessary and that are also nourishing to you. So you'll want to go back and listen to last week's episode, number 34, on how to find fulfillment while managing motherhood and business. This is where I teach you meaningful time management hacks to get organized, productive, and purposeful with your day. And I just want to remind you to take a minute, and if you haven't had a chance, take advantage of the free gift that I just just created for you in this very season. This is my personal checklist with some solid advice to support you as a fellow busy mama. If you want some tangible tips that you can hold in your hand and start implementing today, head over to nourishingmichelle.com, subscribe to get your free list, or just check your email inbox because it might be sitting right there in your inbox ready for you to grab. But this is a beautiful PDF download. It's going to give you my top 10 tips to helping you find more fulfillment while balancing motherhood and business like a boss. Um, today, now today, I want to address what to do at the end of your day. This is like part two from last week. This is all about how to wrap up your day and bring closure to your calendar, where no matter how chaotic or crazy the day was, no matter how much you did or didn't get done, you can always go to bed with a full heart, ready for a peaceful night's sleep and a fresh day tomorrow. Welcome back to the Nourishing Mompreneur Podcast, where we get encouraged and empowered as we pursue our greatest potential within the walls of our home. Hey mama, my name is Michelle Hyatt and I'm so thankful you're here. Do you feel like your life is good, but something in you feels unfulfilled? Do you feel stuck in the trenches of motherhood, exhausted and working so hard, but feeling like you're getting nowhere? Do you have big dreams you hold in your heart, but you've been living small? Are you motivated for more, but don't have the clarity or the courage to do anything about it? Do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel, every bit of it. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and that there is purpose in every season. If you are a fellow business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, Let's process this journey and grow together. Hey mama, today I want to bring some closure to our recent conversation on time management, which is going to help you bring closure to your days. As I mentioned before, we have to constantly evaluate and reevaluate our lives, our schedules, and our priorities, because if we don't stay flexible and adapt, we run the risk of burning out or simply just missing out on the most important things. 
when it comes to time management, there are so many ways to skin the cat, if you will. For I don't know a better phrase to say. I, I don't like that phrase. But anyways, you get the point. What we want to do, the goal is to do what is going to serve us best in the season that we're in. So there are so many ways to order your life, to structure your day, to plan your schedule. And there's a million planners, calendars, resources, and methods to help you get your life together. But why does it still feel so hard and overwhelming? I think even just the thought of getting organized with a calendar can feel impossible for some of you. And this is an area I think that we can all admit that we often struggle as moms. It's simply hard to get it all done despite our great intentions. So listen, I truly understand how you feel. I understand that you may feel like a mess and like your best laid out plans just aren't working. So here's the deal. I I don't have all the answers and I'll leave all the skills and habits that it takes to become a master at time management to the experts and the women that live and breathe that kind of stuff. I'm just here to have an honest conversation and all I can tell you is what helps me as a busy mama. I don't want to spend my time setting up the perfect planner that looks like Pinterest worthy. I just really, I want to get things done and I want to feel fulfilled at the end of the day. I want simplicity, sustainability, and joy in my life. I feel most happy when I'm not only productive, but when I'm the woman I'm supposed to be, the woman I desire to be, the woman I feel called by God to be. So what I can tell you is a quick snapshot of the system that I flow through on a daily and weekly basis to balance motherhood and business with excellence, not perfection, excellence, big difference there, or at least if anything else, I'm just giving it my best shot. So if you missed last week's episode, stop right now and go back and listen to that conversation first. You're definitely going to want to hear that. And this is where I lay out all the details of how I set up my week to stay organized. This process, it doesn't take long and it doesn't cost any money. I'll tell you exactly how to get set up. So I say it's never too late to start today. Go back, listen to last week's episode, number 34. It's titled, How to Find Fulfillment While Managing Motherhood and Business. This is where I'm going to teach you meaningful time management hacks to get organized, productive, and purposeful with your day. And before I tell you my advice on how to close out your calendar or that to-do list with intention and meaning, I'll recap what this process looks like real quick, what my daily workflow rhythm looks like. Okay, so here's how it works in a nutshell. Sunday, sit down and print out five of your daily necessary and nourishing list. This is just your daily rhythm, your workflow. Okay, so print those out. This is your one daily checklist. I said one. (laughs) Think of it as a master list for managing all the things. It represents how your ideal day will flow, broken down into bite-sized chunks of time also known as time blocking. This is going to include all of the things that are necessary to be done and also that are nourishing for you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. All of your non-negotiables will be typed up and ready to go. So these are the things that aren't going to change and that if at the end of the day, nothing else gets done, they are the most important things. You won't have to write these things down on repeat because they're already going to be listed for you. You can kind of grab it and run with it much more quickly. However, 
you would also be perfectly okay, perfectly fine to just simply set up your time blocks and leave each day fresh, considering each day as a blank canvas. Totally up to you. You got to do what works for you. But you definitely want to kind of create some time blocks or spaces to get certain things done. Okay, and then at the top of your paper, write the day of the week. Then pull out your phone, look at the calendar, and plug in the specifics for that week. Special events, activities, appointments, deadlines, etc. Plug that stuff into those days. And then look at your phone notes and plug in any tasks or to-dos that need to get done. All of those little reminders that you've been brain dumping all week into your phone. Well, why is this important? This is so important because as a mompreneur, you need to be able to get things done. But you also want to set yourself up to do the most important things. It is so easy to be busy and it is so easy to get busy and distracted at the wrong things. But just like anything, it's going to take a little intention, it's going to take some practice and a whole lot of grace to create a habit that's simply going to become second nature and feels like a flow. So we, it's nice to say, oh, this is our daily rhythm, this is our workflow. It sounds so soothing and nice, but it may not feel that smooth for you. It may feel kind of like a rocky start. That's okay. Just give it time, practice, create a habit, give yourself lots of grace until it becomes part of that rhythm or that flow that it can be. It's possible. Whenever you're trying something new, just the reminder is you have to give it time. And remember the heart behind it always. You are not a slave to your list. The purpose of this process is to create a day that serves you well and that is honoring to God. It is the thing that's gonna allow you to not only be more productive, but to live with greater purpose. It's going to bring meaning to that mundane. It's the thing that's going to crush that mom guilt and regret and help you feel more satisfied at the end of the day. The time management process, it's going to help you find fulfillment while you manage motherhood and business. And this is why I bring up this topic and created that beautiful PDF download for you. So if you haven't gotten it yet, go to nourishingmichelle.com, subscribe to the email list and grab your free copy of this beautiful, these are my top 10 tips for balancing motherhood and business with greater fulfillment, doing it like a boss with great success. Um, If you're already on the email list, it's probably in your inbox. So go check it out now. Add me your contact so that it doesn't get lost in the promotions because that's what Gmail likes to do. (laughs) Just saying. And grab that list, print it out and um, enjoy. I made it for you. I hope it's a blessing and a support for you in this season. So now that you have your day mapped out and you begin flowing through your daily time blocks to accomplish those things that are necessary and nourishing to you, what do you do with your list at the end of the day? What do you do with this piece of paper? How do you bring closure and wrap up your calendar, wrap up your day in preparation for the next day and with peace in your heart? Well, one word, gratitude. No matter what the reality of my day was, I desire to end my day with gratitude in my heart because the truth is that there is always, always, always something to be thankful for. The heart of this process is to realign your heart to give thanks to God and focus on the good, to take captive your thoughts and to release the frustrations of the day. To pray for the concerns on your heart and just to have a conversation with the Lord so that all you're left with at the end of the day is gratitude. 
So here's what I do at the end of the day and what my thought process looks like. P.S. I'm just going to let you know in the evening routine time block, it actually says it's the very last task of the day, if you will, or the last little checkbox. It actually says wrap up day slash prep for the next day. And this is what I'm telling you about. This is what I'm doing now. So I actually am planning out in my day, I'm planning time to do this very thing that I'm going to share with you today because it's just that important. It is one of my non-negotiables because it is not only necessary, it is nourishing and it is the thing that's going to keep me going and prepare me for tomorrow and help me just rest at peace that night. So what I'm going to do is I have my list from the day It's the end of the day and I'm just going to flow through each time block and review. I'm going to consider each piece of my day, everything that I got done, the things that I'm thankful for, what feels significant and fills my heart. I write it on the back of the paper. I'm going to write my gratitude on the back of the paper. I'm going to savor every word and just, like I said, allow gratitude to fill my heart for the little or the big moments. There's not a right or wrong way to do this, but it is feeling true gratitude in your heart as you reflect and as you close out your calendar. This is going to set you up fresh and ready to start a new day in the morning. So this is how I do it. I'm just going to look at one block, one time block at a time. And as I look at, so I'm looking right now at my calendar from Monday. Uh, It says morning routine from 6.30 a.m. to 9.30. So this is just one time block of the day, the very first piece of my day. And the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to look at it and I'm going to give myself some credit for what I got done. I'm going to look at there, look at what got checked off, look at what I did. You got, sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit. I know I don't give myself enough credit, but you don't have to write everything that you did on the back of your paper. We're not trying to create more work here, but the significant things, maybe there's one main thing. Hopefully there's one thing from each time block that was significant that you got done. Give yourself some credit and acknowledge that more than what you even did though, I want you to consider how you showed up, your attitude, your patience, who you were in the process. Because remember, like our works don't define us. The most important work is often the unseen inner work because it's the thing that's going to transform our outside world and influence those around us. So for example, yesterday, I was working on math with one of my daughters and we were starting to struggle and like get frustrated. And I said, you know what? No, like I gave her the gift of patience in that moment. I backtracked and I made sure that I was being the mom that I was supposed to be and that she needed me to be in that moment. I took the time that day also to help one of my other girls learn how to be a friend. There were just all these different opportunities that were really frustrating. Honestly, it was, it's those moments of uh, frustration or conflict or the annoying moments. Those are the opportunities where we get to show up and be, you know, who we're supposed to be. So I was able to walk my daughter through how to be a friend because remember, like she's got to first be a friend to her sister, learn how to respond, learn how to communicate, learn how to control her emotions and walk through that. If, if she wants to be a friend to other people, it all starts at home. Our interaction with our children, our children's interaction with each other, like this is practice for the outside world. And anyways, there was an opportunity or many opportunities there and I didn't just brush it off. I actually, I showed up in that moment and I helped her through that. Another example, <laughs> maybe you just like, I don't know, give yourself some credit. Maybe you just ate two cookies and you didn't eat the whole bag because I don't know. 
because you were stressed. Like maybe, maybe that's something, but you know what? Like that's good. Like give yourself some credit, not just for what you do, but for who you are and how you show up to your day. Okay. Now, the second thing as I'm looking at my time block is you want to be honest with yourself and also consider the things that you didn't get done. This is pretty often. I don't know if you're anything like me, but there's always things that I don't get done every day. It just doesn't happen. I always tend to think I can do more than I actually can. But give yourself grace and forgiveness and simply take those things that you didn't get done and add them to the next day's workflow or simply to another day that week. So just roll over that task to another day, uh, to the next day. And also just extend that grace and forgiveness to yourself. That's important. It's really, really important. Okay, then the last thing I do as I evaluate that one time block is I personally, I just kind of close my eyes and I reflect on the little moments that fill my heart with Thanksgiving. There's different pieces of our day. And in that moment, I just don't want to miss out those beautiful moments. For example, like maybe the way my daughter squeezed my neck as I was carrying her down the stairs. Or maybe it's just that your husband, he picked up groceries for you that day. Maybe it was the taste of a delicious meal that you made. Maybe it was just that moment of peace you were given as you sipped your coffee that morning. Whatever it is, there are so many little intangible and tangible moments that sometimes we can miss, but I just kind of want to stop and savor that. But at the end of the day, it's gratitude. It all ends with gratitude. You don't have to write everything down, but you want to feel a heart of gratitude. It's not about just going through the motions. It's about how you feel it in your heart. It's about giving thanks to God for his goodness and the little blessings of the day, because this is where joy comes from. This is where you overcome your negative emotions and experience joy and that peace. You've got to get over yourself and get grounded in the truth of your gratitude. What I mean, what better way to end the day? So once I've gone through that time block, I'm going to actually cross off that box or put a slash through that time block and move on. This is a tangible way of moving forward and not looking back. To me, it's like therapeutic for my brain. Like, yes, I have my list. Yes, I have my check boxes of things I got done. But to literally just put a slash through that whole time block, I love the, the closure that it gives me just to set myself free to move on and not look back. I don't know. Does anybody else have the tendency to want to replay or rehash the day or get stuck in yesterday's stuff? So be intentional about releasing the day and fixing your attention forward. As you review your day, the cool thing is that you're going to also be prompted to remember anything that you might need to do for tomorrow. You can always add to tomorrow's list or the or another day's task list or just peek at tomorrow's list to make sure that all of your necessary and nourishing needs are ready. So what you're doing here is you're not only bringing closure to your day, but you're also organically preparing for the next day. So when you wake up, you have a clear focus. At the end of the day, at the end of your list, before you go to bed, all you're going to be left with is a paper of fully crossed off time blocks and gratitude written on the backside. That's the goal. You're just going to leave it at that. And like I mentioned, the key is to feel grateful, not just to create another list. The purpose is not to create one more thing to do, but to rather fix your eyes on the good, 
to nurture your mind, to steady your heart, and to go to sleep with a full or fulfilled heart. So, Michelle, like, but I'm not a night person. I can't stay awake. I just crash at night. It's not possible for me to do something like this. Okay. So that's cool. That's not a problem. Wrap up your day in the morning as you prepare for that current day. Do what works for you. Some people, I'm a night person. Ideally for me, I like to do this at night because if I do this process in the morning, I feel like it, like I'm already behind for the day. I don't know. I don't want to wake up in the morning and start looking back at yesterday. Like I want to start the day fresh. So I personally like to do this at night. But if you're a morning person, get up in the morning, bring closure to yesterday and start the new day fresh. That's totally cool. Even better, write your gratitude as needed throughout the day as you shift from time block to time block or from space to space. There's this affirmation that I've often told myself, and it goes like this. When I feel overwhelmed, I get focused. So when I feel overwhelmed, like there's just so many things, I'm getting pulled in all these different directions, I pause and I get focused. When you're feeling lost, like you're not sure what to do next in the day. There's just so much going on, decisions, decisions, or you're overwhelmed or your emotions are getting the best of you. Take a minute to stop, to reflect, to write your gratitude and put a big slash through that list as you set your attention forward and get refocused. Use the slivers of time to write your gratitude, to declutter your mind, and to calm your anxiousness throughout the day. I did a podcast recently about seizing the slivers of time. We have little transitions all through the day. And sometimes like our list, just looking at it all, it can just feel like too much. It can feel overwhelming. Just take it one piece at a time. And as you transition from one time space to the next, you can stop right there, write your gratitude, clear that box completely, slash that out and move forward with with a clear mind so that you're only focused on one small piece and it doesn't just feel like too much for your brain. One thing that's really cool about setting a habit of writing gratitude is that it supports the fact that you see more of what you look for. You get more of what you focus on in life. When you know at the beginning of your day that you're going to be writing gratitude at the end of your day, your mind will naturally start to find more thankful moments. It won't even feel like work, but life will gain more beauty and more color. I personally love taking pictures. To me, they make moments sweeter and they help me remember all the beautiful everyday moments that I would otherwise forget. I can look back and savor that experience or that speck in time through a single snapshot. The moment to me, it means more because I can actually remember it. For example, like at a wedding, a photographer, they don't just show up, like they come prepared to capture not only the planned moments, but they're also ready to capture the candid moments. Those ones that just spontaneously happen, but they have to be ready or they're going to miss out. They have to be in the right place with their camera ready and their focus intent. Think about yourself as being a gratitude photographer. Your mission for the day is to capture your favorite moments, those little blessings that are sprinkled all through our day, whether we actually acknowledge it or not, they're there. But you've got to be ready. So when your heart is intentional about gratitude, you will take snapshots of Thanksgiving in your mind and a heart that you can look back on and cherish at the end of the day. It's going to start to happen naturally. 
but be ready. You can remember and savor your blessings this way. So just to recap, at the end of the day, as you review and you bring closure to your daily list, as you bring closure to your calendar, use every opportunity to write gratitude. Go from one time block to the next. And the first thing with each space that you have, with with each chunk of time or with each uh, time that's dedicated to a specific task, give yourself credit. Acknowledge what you got done. Also, like give yourself some credit for who you were, how you showed up. Second thing you want to do is acknowledge the things that you didn't get done. Give yourself that grace, that forgiveness, and just simply take those tasks and add it to another day. Then before you move on and draw that line and go to the next space, close your eyes, reflect on the little moments, maybe some of the things that filled your heart with Thanksgiving that you maybe would miss otherwise, the intangible moments that matter most in life. And as you work through your time blocks, cross each section off to bring closure, write your gratitude on the other side of the paper, and most importantly, use this entire process as a conversation starter a dialogue between you and your heavenly father as you seek to partner with him in all that you do. This is an awesome time to pray and to give God the gift of thanksgiving. I find myself as I review my gratitude, as I write my gratitude, I'm really just praying through the whole process. I'm talking to him. I'm thanking him. It's just a beautiful time that I'm not only bringing closure to my day, I'm not only kind of organically preparing for the next day, but I'm really spending time with the Lord in that quiet space before I go to bed. It's really a special time for me. As you go through this process, just bless and release your day. And like I said, naturally prep and gain clarity for the day to come. And at the end of the day, all you're going to be left with is your list all marked out and a page of gratitude on the back. Now, at this point, you can throw your paper away. Or for me, I like to keep mine until the end of the week. So at the end of the week, I only do this really Monday through Friday because those days are more work days, if you will. The weekend, I just kind of write my own checklist and let it be organic, however that's going to be. But anyways, um, I like to keep these through the week so that when I sit down on Sunday to print out the next week's necessary and nourishing list, I'll review the gratitude from last week. And at that point, I'll toss it in the trash. Because there's no better way to start the week than with a large dose of gratitude. And what's so cool about this habit is that no matter how you felt throughout the week and no matter what went wrong, because there's always going to be frustrations and challenges and struggles and there's just always going to be the rough moments. It's always going to be there. But what you have is the cold, hard facts of gratitude to cling to. There's always so much to be thankful for. And I think that focusing on the blessings in our life, it keeps us grounded for all the hard moments of life. And it gives us the strength to keep going. Matthew 6.21 says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And I know we often think of treasure as a thing, but whatever we treasure is what is going to fill our hearts. So if you are intentional or treasure gratitude, that's where your heart is going to be. Remember, I've said this like a million times already, but you don't have to write everything down. Like don't make this just one more thing to do. Let it be about the posture, the position of your heart and do what serves you best. You're going to have 
some kind of to-do list. You're going to have some kind of checklist or calendar in your life anyways. Like there's, they're just, it's going to happen. So why not bring clarity and closure by sealing your day with gratitude as you reflect and release, seeking to live fully present and in a way that brings glory to God. So what if life is just really, really tough right now and you've had a horrible day? Like Michelle, I'm just really struggling and I don't know, I'm having a hard time seeing much good in my life right now. Like it's just that bad. It's just that hard. Well, my response to you would be this. The first thing that popped in my brain was there's this quote that says, so far you've survived 100% of your worst days. Keep going. So first I say congratulations because you've made it this far. But the only way to truly overcome your emotions or your circumstances and to find joy and ultimately peace, it's to fix your eyes on Jesus. I mean, he is the only answer. I don't know what else to say, but I just have to point you to him. And I have faith that if you can just look at him, if you can just keep your eyes fixed on him, if you can just see him rightly, if you can press into his presence, that you will have all that you need to find the rest that your soul desires and have strength for another day. So hold on to truth and keep going. And I just want to end by leaving you with some verses because at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what I think or what I do or what method works for me. Like what matters is that you are walking in truth. You're honoring God through the life that you live and bringing his kingdom to earth through your attitude and your actions and how you order your day. So let me read some scripture verses. Now I'm just going to say, I looked up gratitude like verses like there are a million. It is incredible how much the Lord desires us to give thanks. He wants gratitude to be a part of our day-to-day life. Like it is there is no getting around that because there is so much scripture to back it up. But let me give you a few things that you can just hold on to today. 1 Thessalonians 5:16 through 18. It says, "Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing." Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you. So if you're feeling lost and you're like, God, I don't know what to do. I just want to know your will for my life. Well, here you go. The will of God in Christ Jesus for you is that you rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. If you're doing that, you're in his will and you can feel confident in that. Psalm 50, 23 says, the one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. To one who orders his way rightly, I will show the salvation of God. So if you're going through a really hard time right now and being thankful or offering thanksgiving feels like a total sacrifice, that's okay too, because this says that it brings glory to God that you do that. Psalms 136.1 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Psalms 118.24, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ephesians 5.20, Giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians 3.17, And whatever you do, in word or deed, Do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father, through him. So whatever you do, whatever you do with your mouth, whatever you say, whatever you do in action, your attitude, do it all, giving thanks. James 1.17, 
Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. So everything good in your life, every little blessing, every big blessing, everything good in your life is from God. So you can always give him thanks for that. Colossians 3.15 And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body. And be thankful. There is definitely a connection between peace, the peace of God, and being thankful. And I want nothing more than you to walk in peace, than you to walk in God's best for your life as you pursue your greatest potential. It's not even about you. It's about him. It's about walking in obedience to him. It's about giving him your heart, posturing yourself of surrender, fixing your eyes on Jesus. Because if you do that, you will see so much good and you will find so many blessings. And this process of writing gratitude and closing out your day will be such a beautiful, beautiful highlight of your day. I am confident. So let me just pray for you as you head on to whatever you're doing. Lord, I just pray that the word that was just spoken, your word, your truth, would penetrate the mom's heart that is listening today and that she would just be full of joy, that she would be confident in you that she would choose to give thanks no matter what and find security that she is always in your perfect will when she remains grateful, when she is thankful in all circumstances, when she blesses and releases all of her burdens at your feet and in prayer. Lord, I pray that you would just bless the mom listening with peace and a full heart at night as she surrenders her day, the good, the bad, the ugly to you, Lord. That her process of gratitude, no matter how she orders her day, that she would always just find time to stop, to be still, and to just talk to you about everything. Help her to remember that you're her friend, that you're there for her, God. Lord, I pray that you would just open up her eyes to see all the little good and perfect blessings all around. That she would savor the sweet moments in her heart and feel proud of her hard work. That she would give grace and forgiveness for the ways maybe she fell short or messed up that day. And no matter what, that she would find joy in simply knowing that your love surrounds her and that you're walking with her every step of the day, every step of the way. Lord, thank you for your presence. Thank you for being with us. And we just put our attention on you today and we give you glory and honor in all that we do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey mama, real quick before you run off and do all the things. If you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribe to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to leave a written review. This helps me on my mission to encourage and empower others who are pursuing their greatest potential from home. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast to rate and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra today, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social. I value your time so much and appreciate you connecting with me. Find me at nourishingmichelle.com forward slash connect. 